something I want to say later. Lou has things he wants to say. Yep. That is always, uh, that always scares me, that thought. <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> well, hello and welcome everybody to episode 37 of Late Arrivals. Our, uh, we had our John Gibson episode last week. Is this the Nick Ritchie episode? Damn oh, right. Christ. No, it's the Mason McTavish episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the Nick Ritchie. I'm not acknowledging Good. Nick Ritchie. Nope. Especially after last night. I know. Yep. Very, very nope. fitting. Nope. <laughs> I'll acknowledge you, Nick. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a very funny story uh happened today at work. So we do the learn to play fittings where yeah, like parents or adults can make the appointments to come get equipment and stuff for the learn to play class. Yeah. And I'm on my lunch and I'm enjoying my Taco Bell. And my coworkers walks choice. in and I hear him say, Oh, you know, just come come take a come take a seat right here, buddy. You know, we'll get your skate size. You know, we'll get the gear on you. You You guys will be out in a couple minutes. Mom walks in. Kid doesn't walk in, but I see the dad standing in the doorway and I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. And so I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm on my lunch. Like I'm going to enjoy my lunch and pretend this isn't happening. And so the mom's like, come on, buddy. You just gotta, just gotta come and try some hockey gear and it'll all be over. (laughs) And I'm like, so now my interest is peaked. I'm like, okay, what's like, what's going on? Like, what, what what's up with the kid? Um, he was clinging to the doorway. Uh, it, it, like he was holding on to like the door frame, what? like not wanting to walk into the office. Jesus Christ! And <laughs> just kind of sitting there. And at first, I'm like, okay, I can't can't laugh because maybe something's <laughs> up with the kid. Like, yeah, uh, you you never know what's going on with somebody. Like, I don't want to assume. I mean. My first instinct was to laugh, so maybe I'm just an ass. <laughs> um, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, kid kind of calms down a little bit, sits down, they fit him for the gear. But like the entire time, he's like, is it over yet? Is it over yet? And he's like progressively getting more and more upset. So I'm like, yeah, fuck. Like, I feel bad for this kid. Um, but then they walk outside and the kid's just like the most unruly little kid ever. Cause I running around, he was complaining about everything. He was like, what do you mean? I don't get a hockey stick. What do you mean? I don't get this. And Jesus. my coworker was just like that. He was like, that was torture. He was <laughs> like, I, I, it's like, I just say, like, I, I don't know if it's just, I don't like kids or what he was like, but cause I haven't, I had no idea how to handle that because I was just watching him hanging on to the door frame not wanting to like being dragged in he's like i didn't know what to do and the mom's like oh i'm so sorry and he's just like it, it, yeah okay that's fine i guess just picturing him just picturing him gripping the door i was just like what is going on like i've had kids that have not been into wanting to do the fittings like it for sure isn't something a small child has the patience for but yeah just the sight of a small child hanging from the door frame and his mom's trying to pull him inside was was quite the quite the sight and you know i'm <laughs> glad i was on my lunch for and i wasn't the one that had to deal deal with yeah. it <laughs> yep that's always good well uh unlike the last couple of weeks where we actually had some good hockey games to talk about we have some good games to talk about that uh help the tank yeah so uh you know back on track <sighs> baby Right yeah, feels up, like, everybody feels like every week the train uh comes back to the 
comes back to the station and yeah. gets back That's on the right path. Outside of that wild must-see TV Ducks-Blue Jackets game. Our tank is now... Uh... Our tank to me is like those deep fried Thomas the Tank Engine memes. Like it's we're just full steam ahead, deep fried, <laughs> yeah. blow eyes kind of thing. Like that's what the tank is from here. Now. We're in we're in the home stretch. There's like what, eleven games left. We're, we're we're we have rounded third, and we are heading down the third baseline, heading home. So hopefully we hopefully we trip halfway halfway there and fall a little bit, and <laughs> you know take a tumble yeah. in the standings. And oh no, yeah. we're thirty first overall. Whoa. <laughs> okay hey april 13th all right bye see you guys in october uh the isles game i'm gonna be honest with you guys i saw how how big a lead they jumped out to and i was just like okay i i don't really need to keep up with this one um yeah that was just it was just a very typical ducks 2022-2023 dallas akins ducks loss just getting caved in by a much better team defensively just not being able to break out whatsoever because um islanders you know as we know are very heavily aggressive and a very uh heavily you know just a heavy floor checking team and we had no idea what to do so pretty pretty par for the course is what we've seen pretty much the entire year from this yeah from this, uh, from this club so we got we again, got all married yeah again we're kind of you know as we kind of talked about in the last couple episodes we're kind of at the point of the season where there's just there really isn't that much to talk about more about the play and just about the overall defense and stuff like that. Like that stuff has been exhausted. So, you know, a lot, a lot of more of the same. So, I mean, the Calgary game last night seemed about the same. The Vancouver yeah. game surely was like that. And we were present for that one. That was, that mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had a grand time watching the Canucks skate the whole game. Cause it yeah. seemed, it seemed like every, uh, every other possession the Ducks had, there were like, you know, 10 different chances the Canucks had on the other end of the ice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's not much you could have done on the JT Miller goal. There's not anything you could have done on the Pedersen goal. Like no. seeing that no. live, like, you know, shout out Lou for letting us use his seats. Um, but shout watching, out the, shout out Lou for the tickets, watching yeah. that goal live, like, you, there, no goalie is stopping that. Um, <laughs> I ordered a beer to my seat from my phone. That was awesome. Oh, that was the nice. high, that was the highlight of the night for me. There you so go. shout out, shout out, loose seats. That was sweet. Oh, he does, yeah. he does have very nice seats. <laughs> Getting a beer in seat and watching Trey Turner uh, just yeah, launch moonshots on yeah. on the Twitter. WB, watching the WBC on my phone while I'm watching the game. I'm like yeah. They had a wild wing appearance. He was behind us for a good while. He's talking to one of the Girl Scouts that was there. He yeah. was. Saw the, sorry saw the picture sorry ali I, I, I understand you probably don't know the lore behind that mm-hmm. uh but no we, we, we we're not threatening wild wing we're just one day you know man's got to eat and <laughs> he is food after all so wow. uh I, I was gonna say we should at least uh give some credit to kevin uh kevin shattenkirk he had two goals against the islanders shut up him. Shout out Kevin. Shout out, shout out him. <laughs> shout out Kevin. Hey, Kevin. I guess. Um, I mean, Ryan Strom's uh goal that shouldn't have been a goal in the Vancouver game certainly was entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. it was funnier because I kind of gave Heather the ultimatum. Like she wanted to leave in the second period. Um, but I like staying at games and I told her, okay, 
if they're still losing and like the Canucks are controlling the pace of play with like seven, eight minutes left, okay, we'll leave. Yeah. And of course, what does Strom do? He throws some bullshit <laughs> backhand that hits Delia and goes in. And I'm like, nope, we're staying. It's one goal game. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Heeb, Heeb had to suffer through that, but Heeb. You know, five o'clock start. It was like six forty-five. She's fine. <laughs> She's fine. Um, the Blue Jackets game was uh, a lot more exciting than I anticipated. Yeah, so I'll I'll let you guys talk about that one because I was uh, getting a little buckled for St. Patty's, so I saw oh, gotcha. I saw none of I saw none of that. None of free it. chicken finally. Yeah, we got got Chick Fil A because of it. Um, Lou, Lou was pumped. He got chicken and Creed on the same night. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, seven four. I thought it was gonna be a sleeper, like the the Bedard Bowl shootout. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a Columbus two, was one. much. Columbus was a better team. Like they yeah. played way better than the Ducks. But hey, if you don't but stop the Blue pucks. Jackets, Blue Jacket. Did. Yeah, it was just a rough go on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, hey, at least they were scoring. At least they there weren't like terrible teams that can't score. They were at least putting the puck in the net. Is it safe to say like we're finally seeing the Max Jones breakout a couple so. years? A couple years too late. I mean, I, I think I don't know. I know a lot of people had high hopes for him, and I don't think he's exceeded that. But he excels at the role he's in now, and mm-hmm. I love I love the bowling ball line of him and McTavish, and then having the two of them kind of create space for Terry has been nice to see because it's kind of a mishmash line that Dallas threw together and somehow got it to work. So, you know, also kudos to Dallas for getting at least one thing right and having (laughs) one functional line again, but. And Jones has seven goals now, 14 points. I always feel, I always feel good when Max does well because he's dealt with some shit luck with some injuries in the last couple of years and, you know, yeah, it is nice seeing him rewarded. He's a he's always out there, even if he's not having a good game or the team's not playing well. It seems like he's always got the most energy on the team. So it at least seems like he's trying sometimes too. <laughs> yeah, still has me blocked on Twitter though. <laughs> Unblock Lou. To be fair, you were saying he was pretty useless. So I don't even maybe, remember what I said. Maybe I one day. I didn't even add him. He Twitter searched his name, I guess. Well, I Max Jones, if you're listening, we do we do like you on Block Lou on Twitter. Please, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, since we really don't have much to talk about game wise, like Connor said, um, yeah, we do have some things that have happened in the last couple weeks. Um, well, hey, well, before, I can't before see we yeah. weeks, just days. But go ahead, Connor. Wait a but. Before we get into that, before we jump off the Calgary game, really great to see Nikita Nestorenko finally get in for his NHL debut. I know we had had <laughs> we had had uh, the episode notes written out, and we were going to have a segment talking about having to free Nestorenko. But then yesterday <laughs> morning played. we got news that we yesterday morning we got news that he was in, so that changed. And um, I wasn't, I didn't, I was not able to watch the first half of the games. I was watching the WBC final, but. Um, a jump back in with I want to say about like maybe seven or eight minutes left to go in the second and then and then watch the rest of the game. But I mean, I mean, looks 
looked pretty standard from what we expected. You know, a, a college kid adjusting to the NHL game. You know, he hasn't been – he wasn't amazing, but, I mean, he certainly didn't look bad either. Um, had a couple really decent scoring chances yeah. as well, himself in some good positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, ho- hopefully he gets a few more games here um, <clears throat> and he's uh, he's able to build upon that. But, yeah, you know, some – you know, a, a decent performance for a college kid making his NHL debut in the middle of the season. So, shout out to – shout out the Nesta Rank show. Nesta Rank mm-hmm. show. As we like to call it. The Loch Ness yeah. monster. Yeah, <laughs> Lou said nest quick as well. Um, Did I? You I said called that him, yesterday. I called him zesty nesty. Zesty nesty. Um, but yeah, he was he was noticeable. I I I, I enjoyed watching him last night. Uh, I wish he got more ice time, but it is what it is. I think he got like a little over thirteen minutes. But I mean, hey, he's his first the, game. He's got the training gloves on, the Dallas Aikens yeah, handle with care gloves. It's, so it's just the way I was just is. about to say, like, you know, maybe maybe the next couple games, you know, maybe he gets a little bit of a free reign and, you know, maybe you throw him on the line with McTavish and Terry. But I mean, you know, kind of as Jake just touched on, it's, it's the Dallas Aikens team. And this was kind of thrust on him um, by Pat Verbeek to have it having to play Nestorenko. You know, it was kind of it's kind of talked about on Twitter a lot, but, you know, probably one of the reasons we were able to sign him and get him to play this year was Nestoranko probably wanted a condition that he gets, um, that he gets NHL games in this year, which means he, to, which means he gets paid NHL money for the year and not getting paid AHL money. So um, it was probably a little thrust on Dallas Aikens. And, you know, I know we were kind of talking about it, you know, Aikens is a guy where, you know, he always likes to have his trusty vets in. So he probably wasn't too happy to have that forced on him, which <laughs> is another conversation that he would, that he would even be upset about something like that, which is just absolutely hilarious. But yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we see him with a little bit more of, of offensive players. I know Lundestrom has kind of been coming to his own a little bit last couple, last month or two, he's looked a lot better, but I mean, you know, we just know kind of Silverberg has just kind of been a shell of himself and pretty much an offensive black hole the entire year. So that kind of a, that kind of just seems to be, Dallas Aikens go-to line with a young player that he has no trust in. He just throws them on the left <laughs> wing with Silverberg and with Silverberg and Vitrano. I mean, he did it with McTavish to start the year, and, and he he's did, doing yeah. the exact same thing with Nestorenko. So, um, yeah, you know, I mean, you you like to maybe see him get a game on on Zegers's wing, maybe get a game with McTavish on the left wing, and you know, maybe move Jones down or something. But um, yeah, you know, all in all, kind of a, a an all right showing for Nestorenko in his first game. I'm excited to see if he can if he can build upon it. I also I think know. they they probably have him practicing with different lines too. It's probably a lot right off the bat. Just be like, hey, you know, we'll play with these guys, but once we get you in reps at practice and stuff, get you a little. I have a feeling. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we we see him centered by one of McTavish or Zegris, and I don't know. It just feels like he's kind of he can be one of those those weapons that those two guys are missing on the other side because, mm-hmm. you know, quietly Ryan Strom's had a decent year. I mean, I, he's certainly exceeded my expectations. I didn't expect him to be more than what he's done. Yeah. Um, and him and Zegers obviously have some chemistry, so it's nice to see that at least there's still, there's still work to do, to be done, you know, finding that, that guy that completes the line. But who knows? You know, he's he's young. Zegers is young. Maybe he's that weapon. But hopefully, we get to see more of that without Dallas Aikens next year. So, yeah, something to look oh, forward to. So, yeah, we're in the uh, we're almost in triple digits with what should probably be uh, 
games remaining in the Dallas Aikens tenure in Anaheim. So <laughs> we're looking forward, we're looking forward to the, to the, uh, you know, the culmination of the tank, looking forward to the culmination of the Aikens tenure too. We're, we're almost there guys. Almost there. It's, it, it's crazy that it's already, that, that it's already March 22nd. Like it literally feels like I was just mm-hmm. night, like a couple of weeks ago. So mm-hmm. the season has flown by, um, you know, I think that's kind of at least a blessing with how this, with as shitty as this season has been, I think at least we can all agree that for us, it's kind of gone by pretty quick. So at least yeah. it hasn't been like a slow, painful crawl. Yeah, exactly. Line, you know? Yeah. And hopefully we're rewarded with the, with the top four pick. We'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. Hopefully give us something. You, you owe us for Oh five. Uh, hockey gods (laughs) tank is important these are all must lose games (laughs) can't lose them all oh to cover some quick things that have happened in the last couple days i said weeks earlier it's a little little much but uh we had a jamie drysdale spotting on the ice at practice yesterday which is good to see Um, even if even if he plays the game or two down the stretch just having him back after what was presumed to be a season ending injury is is huge because it means he's ahead of schedule and he healed properly so or we so we hope <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um, like and if you and like even if you're just getting him a couple games and just to just to get his confidence back up so he's not like holy shit i just missed out on an entire year of hockey like if it's a thing where it's like hey you know we're just going to get you the last couple games of the season we'll put you on the third pairing you know we'll give you we'll give you 10 minutes you know 10 12 minutes a night you know we won't make you go up against any you know any of the top line guys aren't going to make you go up against any of the you know any of the bottom four guys so you don't get crunched against the boards and hurt that shoulder again you know just kind of you know just kind of tell them like hey you know go don't do don't do anything hard just kind of get you know go get your feedback under you so um, put him in yeah, it'll be it'll be it, it would be good to see to see jamie get a couple of games in at the end of the year but at the same time if they're just like hey we just want him to skate and practice and do light scrimmages and stuff like that and make sure he's fully ready for when for when camp resumes in september i'm i'm totally fine with that too yeah pretty sure we have some extra bubble wrap laying around from when kasha was here so you know, just wrap <laughs> wrap wrap jamie in it get him out yeah. there but uh, Noah Warren uh, had season-ending shoulder surgery, so he's done. Um, kind of shitty luck for him. He had his ankle issues before the season started, and yeah. to have a pretty good year cut short to another injury is unfortunate for for a young kid like him. Uh, but it sounds like he's coming back to Anaheim to have the surgery again. So, you know, I. I kind of take uh, him being in Anaheim at the beginning of the year to also have the surgery as a sign of, you know, maybe Pat wants some of the younger kids that have the means to be around the team this early to be around. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it feels weird, but it is, maybe it's just that they trust the doctors locally a little bit more. Uh, you know, I know, you know, in years past when guys have been hurt, they take them to UCI and stuff. Um maybe it's just kind of proximity thing, but I don't know. It's cool to see that they're, they're taking some of the young kids that are in the system and kind of bringing them around locally. instead of just like, Hey, yeah, you know, go get your surgery and we'll see you. We'll see you for a development camp. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tristan Leno set a uh, record with the, uh, is it the Olymp- Olympics? Olympics? Got Olympics. no Olympics. Yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to mess it up. 
but he set a record for most points uh, in franchise history by a defenseman, which is pretty cool because uh, in doing so, the Ducks have a leading scorer among defensemen in all three junior leagues. So Leno in the Q, Zellweger in the WHL, and Minchikov in the OHL. So cool. I saw some stat. I wasn't able to find the tweet or the post, but it said something about if you took all of Minchikov's goals, he would still be fourth among defensemen because he has almost 70 assists. Yeah, I want to say it was Matt. Was it Matt Weller that tweeted that? It might have been it might have been Weller. I didn't remember where I saw it because I have the memory of you know a snail. <laughs> Even though I think snails have good memory. I think there's a meme about that. So maybe that's a bad example. But I honestly couldn't tell you. I have I have terrible memory, so it, I remember the little important tidbits of it, but not where it came from. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, it was Matt Weller. He said, if you took away all 23 of Ducks prospect Pavel Mintikoff's goals this season, he would still rank fourth among all OHL defensemen in scoring. Which just, that's that's fucking wild. Yeah. I mean, Zellweger hit his 30th goal of the season last night, you know. Just mm-hmm. nonchalantly, defenseman hitting 30 goals on the year. I, I, I know juniors are in a good litmus test of, great competition by any means but i mean 30 goals are 30 goals like it's nothing to shy away or nothing to shoo away and say isn't legit believe we have lost chris because he is frozen (laughs) oops chris come back please the far oh Oh, there he is all right (laughs) good I think we're good now. All right. <laughs> Does it mean to say I'm glad it's not me this time? Yeah, it's just me now. <laughs> uh, Sam Colangelo, he entered the uh, transfer portal to leave Northeastern. Uh, kind of took a step back this year. Uh, hasn't been doing so hot uh, Northeastern. So he's looking to transfer schools, kind of get back on track for his senior year. Um Kind of like with Thron and Lacombe this year, uh, the Ducks will have until August 2024 to sign both him and Ian Moore, or they become UFAs. Um, don't really have much to say on that because I, I know Colangelo's kind of been overshadowed by some other prospects in the system, mm-hmm. um, but I know a lot of a lot of people are saying it's a little concerning considering he's a higher draft pick than a lot of the guys in the system, so. Hey, you always want to see your your prospects thriving and kind of taking a step back might not he, be yeah ideal. He should, he should come to ASU. Sam Golangelo transfer to ASU. Play hockey out here. It's great. Yep. He <laughs> Lou agrees. Lou Lou always knows what he's talking about. I know puck. <laughs> Lap knows puck. <laughs> So Chris, you put this in the notes, but uh, we have to talk about the games upcoming. We get uh, Winnipeg tomorrow, correct? Yes. So Jets Winnipeg tomorrow. tomorrow, and you put this blues. in the notes because we get the Blues on Saturday and Blues Saturday. Do we think? Uh, do we think? Well, one, we should say, do we think Bennington gets the start because the kid that's been playing since he's been suspended has been uh, doing a killer job apparently. So yeah. 
do we have a do we have a controversy where uh Jordan Bennington is no longer the uh starting goalie of the St. Louis Blues? Is he relegated to backup status to play shit teams like us? Possibly. It wouldn't be surprising, honestly. And I hope we do play him because I really want some spice. Some give Saturday me, night hockey. Give me a Jordan Bennington, John Gibson fight. Yep. Saturday night. Smack dab on center ice. Right at Honda Center. Saturday mm-hmm. night fight night. Promo code lap. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at the uh, games we have coming up, uh, St. Louis. Well, Winnipeg, St. Louis. Um, let me pull up and NHL Colorado. here. Colorado the Avs. Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And tomorrow and tomorrow and Monday, definitely. I mean, you got to think those are losses. Saturday, you would think. A little you would up think. in the air, maybe. A little Saturday, up. yeah, I'm a little worried about Saturday. I've, I've, the Blues are so weird. You just don't know. You don't know, man. You it's a late know. game on Saturday, too. 7.30. Yeah. Oh, man. And after that, we go on the road. We get to play all playoff teams down the stretch outside of Vancouver, Calgary, and Arizona. So, you know, the the tank the tank engine uh, keeps a rolling. I got I got to remember that Arizona game in April is at 2.30. <laughs> it's a 2.30? It's With a 2.30 Saturday, Saturday start. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. weird. Strange. 2.30. It's a good start. Well, do we have any nominations for three stars of the week? I already know who Lou's lame duck is. We we talked about this at the Canucks game. Do we 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 understand why you say Simone Benoit every game, Lou. So we'll we'll <laughs> we'll say that for you. <laughs> well, I was gonna say uh Yeah, I was gonna say him. Um I, I think both Connor and I agreed Scott Harrington was kind of useless in that game, so yeah, I was going to say him, too. He's going to be my lame duck for the week. Well, I, I won't give him the lame I, – I won't give Scott Harrington the lame duck because he had two goals in the Jackets game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll, – I'll give it to Ben, I guess, whatever. <laughs> but what did he do outside of the two goals against the Blue Jackets? Everybody scores on the I Blue mean, Jackets. I mean, hey, how many of our defensemen are getting two goals in a game this year? Well, him and Kevin. Harrington and Shattenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was actually going to say Shattenkirk was going to be my uh, my second star with Max Jones as my third star. And then first star, I'll go Troy Terry because he's still scoring and he's like taking headshots every night now. And I feel bad for the guy. And I hope he's okay. <laughs> wrap him in the bubble wrap too. Seriously. Please. Seriously. He got like hit in the head twice in the Vancouver game. And then uh, last night he got sandwiched. Between by, uh, two guys you don't want to get Zadorov. hit <laughs> Yeah, I can't stand either of those guys. I just Zadorov is always a problem. Doesn't matter who he's playing for, he's just out there, and I just feel like he's out there to kill. Like there's something wrong with him. <laughs> just remind me, have you ever uh, seen that movie Rollerball? No. no. No? All right, never mind. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go uh I'll go Vetrano. I uh, got a couple goals in the last couple games. Uh I'll go Terry, second star, and then fuck it. We're at the point of the season where I feel like we can be loose a little bit. I'll give I'll give a first star to Nestoranko. Nice. You know, comes in, makes his NHL debut. I mean, you know, went through he the growing pains, yeah. got some good shots off, played well. You know, I'm willing to I'm willing to throw the kid a bone here. Let's he didn't up. fall on I'll his. Uh, he didn't yeah, fall he during did. his yeah. solo lap. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't. I'll give it to uh, 
I'll give it to Nesty. Came in with a nice suit, had a had a had a nice outfit in. You know, looked uh, looked the part. So I'll get I'll give it yeah. to Nesty. He's got the NHL drip already. Mm-hmm. Sarah uh, Sivian needs to get on that. Start ranking him. <laughs> no socks though. Didn't wear any socks. It's a good look. Kind of disturbing. Look. A lot of dudes don't wear the socks, man. It's a good Kinda look. Kind of disturbing. If you pull it off, thing looks good. Um, I'll say I'm gonna give Vitrano and Strom number three and number two, and then say Terry number one. Looks like Chris oh, said boy. he's he's <laughs> somehow still producing while also being killed every night. So. He's probably home right now, and he's just in an ice bath. He's been in an ice bath probably for the past three hours. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> we we've been so, blowing through the duck section of things. Yeah, so. I was gonna say, what do you think? Uh, three games, the next three games before we, we record again next week. Six points. How many points do you think the Ducks get? I'm gonna say they get two. Two. Yeah, I say two. And I think that two is going to come against the Blues. I think they beat the Blues. So they definitely have the best shot against the Blues. Yeah. And I could see them just winning a stupid game where they're being outshot like 47 to 10. <laughs> what's the what's the game after Monday after the Colorado game? What's the game after that? Uh, uh crack Seattle in Seattle. They're in Seattle on Thursday and Well, then... we know how that one went last time. Edmonton, <laughs> Edmonton on Saturday. So hockey night Colorado, in Canada. Seattle, Edmonton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Then Calgary, the night uh, Edmonton, Calgary is back. We back. might go one and seven in the next, in the next, in the next, uh, or one and five, whatever. Okay. Okay. Games. Yeah. Jesus after Christ. these, after these last three home games, it's Seattle, Edmonton, Calgary, Edmonton. <laughs> Good God. And, and then like we end when we end with like Vancouver and LA. Like, geez. yeah. Yeah. Coyotes, Avalanche, Vancouver, LA. Ugh. We'll play the Avalanche again. Yeah, we play Colorado <laughs> again too. Yep. <laughs> On Easter it... Sunday. Oh. oh God, we're gonna. <laughs> 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 we're gonna get destroyed on the Bunny Day. Hey, at least oh, we no. get our Easter eggs early before we get slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, McKinnon, McCann, and McDavid back to back. The the MCs just the running, MCs. running the table against the Ducks. <laughs> for anybody, for anybody that watched, that grew up watching Thomas the Tank, I don't know. Did you guys watch Thomas the Tank Engine growing I up? I did. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. So remember when the trains would like get into an accident or like you know whatever, like some shit would happen in the episode, but they would they would always pull back into the station like covered in like coal and soot and like have branches and shit everywhere. Yeah. That's gonna be how the Ducks. That's gonna be how the Ducks tank train looks. <laughs> this just like with that, with the way you finish that that season out against that group of teams like oh boy like i kind of like at the end of the season like our final uh recording for the regular season for the ducks are like you know our picture for the episode should just be like mm-hmm. peter griffin when he's like dead <laughs> or like when he gets knocked out and he looks his body's like all broken <laughs> the arm the arm behind the back <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i hope we're in a situation i hope wherever we are in the standings just so we can end on a good note. Um, I hope that final game against LA, we're in a standing situation where even if we win or lose, or if, you know, even no matter what we do, if we win or lose, it won't change. Like a win won't adjust our, us in the standings. Like we're far enough, like we're far enough below where we can't move up with a win. Yeah. Uh, so I, that way a win in, in the final game of the season, you know, start the season with a win, end it with a win, kind of, you know, close yeah. it on right there, but 
because it's know. a it might be a long shot with the way the Kings are playing. We understand what the Kings are doing, but it's it would always be nice, you know, to end Stand, the season. And on a good note, why not? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not gonna hurt their game, odds. You know. But <laughs> if that needs to be a must lose game, so be it. So be it. Yeah. So be it. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, um, before we get into our ads, uh, shout out the one guy that humored Connor when we're walking in the parking lot. Uh, Connor said, Ooh, Connor Bedard. One guy was like, Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way behind us, like, yeah. You know, 15, well, I 20 some, feet behind. Well, somebody yelled something, and then I think I yelled that back. Mm. And I don't remember exactly what they yelled for me to. Yell Connor Bedard, but uh, yeah, it was funny. Somebody acknowledged me, so it was fun. Yeah, the the sax man, even even with the mm, drizzling a little man, bit, sax, sax, sax man, man was, was out there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can hear him already. To soothe the soul. <laughs> it it really makes watching that shitty of a hockey game that much more peaceful on the on the walk back. Yes. Yeah. He's just vibing, and then you just you pick up on the vibe. Saxman, underrated MVP candidate for the season. We should He's... make a Saxman t-shirt. <laughs> All proceeds go to Saxman. Saxman is uh, my, my uh, favorite for the heart this year. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Lou, did you want the 714? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I'll lead you into it. Okay, so uh, we partnered with. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, no, that's not, that's no, not what he means. He's I said, gonna... I'll, I'll lead you into it. I want to do the ESPN one first. Chris is gonna start, and then he's gonna. <laughs> hold on, sir. Hold on. Okay. I'll stand he's getting excited. Right. I'll stand pumped. down. So I like control it. this man. I like it. I like it. He's 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 pumped for ad reads. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, if you if you'd like to continue to support us here at LAP, our network inside the rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN plus visit inside the rink.com slash ESPN and sign up today. Signing up with the link helps not only us, but also the network hosting us. So if you get ESPN plus um, college hockey, the, the men's tournament starts tomorrow. Um, and you'll want, you'll want ESPN plus you can watch all the games there. I mean, they're going to be on the ESPN networks as well. So if you have cable, you'll be able to watch, but um they're going to stream all of it on ESPN plus. So college hockey is going to go nuts this weekend. I can already hear Butchagross screaming. Um, <clears throat> but also um, since we're kind of this far into the episode, uh, make sure you uh, follow us everywhere on Instagram and Twitter at late arrivals pod. If you enjoy our episodes, please leave us a review and a rating wherever you listen on your favorite podcast platforms. Five-star rating would be cool. Leave us a review. Maybe tell us what you like. Um, certain parts you like. Maybe certain. Maybe something that you'd like to see us talk about more. Uh, you know, give us ideas. We're open to just about anything and everything. So, but yeah, leave us a review. It helps the show a lot. Um, yeah. What That'd statue will Chris talk shit about next? <laughs> There's no statue hate this week. I promise. Dude, um, I, I I've watched that video that we sent out. That- <laughs> on our socials of that rant like at yeah. least 10 times if you haven't seen that yeah go check it out it's on our instagram as well i had a, i had some beef with the rocky statue but we won't get into it um saying he's better than god it's inside the rink.com espn do that but um you know we just had uh 
you know, like I said, we got what three three home games left for the Ducks. You got three chances to go check them out three more times before you know. I think there's only like five total home games left or something. But um, you know, you're running out of games here to go check out the Ducks, and I know everyone was really pumped with the World Baseball Classic. Uh, last night the final and everything, how crazy it was, and you know, Otani and Trout play right across the street. So if you want to go see them, um. I'm pretty sure there's a, a a nice way to get some tickets to save some money, don't you? Don't you think, Lou? Yeah, seven one four tickets. Use a promo code LAP. L A P. Promo code LAP. L A P. At checkout for ten percent off on your order and five percent towards any future orders. What's seven one four? Is it the Stadium Series this weekend? The what? The I mean the the Freeway Series. Uh, oh, you're asking the wrong guy. Sorry. I. Th- think so uh because i know they said that patrick sandoval was going to pitch in a minor league game hmm. uh and i think but, mike trout like just is going back to anaheim yeah he's going back for the series so it's got to be this weekend nice yeah go well, check if angels you want to go dodgers. see if you want to see angels dodgers yeah. angels dodgers go to 714 grab your tickets promo code lap promo code lap l-a-p go watch trout and otani right across the street from Honda Center. Do that thing. Go watch fourth infielder Brett outfielder Brett Phillips. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate not here. <laughs> we appreciate all the support. So uh we like hearing that a lot of people have been using our code so far. So let's keep up the momentum and ride into baseball season with it. Who knows? Maybe we'll uh we'll plan some angel hangouts. I know uh we talked about it last episode a little bit, but I'd be down to you know. If we can get enough people, do like a group ticket thing, get some some cheap seats somewhere, I'll hang mm-hmm. out, watch the Angels. Uh, I know get some Jersey Mike subs. <laughs> some Jersey I had, Mike. I had Jersey Mike's for dinner tonight. Wonderful, wonderful. So I think I think we're having pizza tonight. So nice. I have pizza to look forward to after this. I think you had pizza, pizza last time we recorded. We have pizza every time we record. That's it's <laughs> like it's like the new got a burrito tonight. Okay. It's the new superstition. Blue, you I had made, a burrito? Yeah. I made cool. chicken tacos with a mango salsa. Ooh. I had good. that uh, about an hour before we hopped on. That was delicious. Delicious. Sounds a little good. A little, ado- little adobo marinade that I uh, that I put it in this morning. Uh, let it let it sit all day and then fired that up. Nice. In the oven. Baked it. It was great. Delicious. Would and you like Lou- to tell us about this burrito, Lou? Yeah, yeah, you, it was it, it was it it was just a bean and cheese from Lupe's. Five you didn't want to you didn't want to rank it. You no didn't want it five lose. I just said five lose. <laughs> no All protein right. in there, just bean and cheese. Yep. Okay. okay. Bean and cheese is good sometimes. That's a that's a good that's a go to. You know. Do you usually just say, I just, I just, I get bean and cheese in every meal, or do you do you prefer what? bean and cheese over having a protein? Yeah, I mean I'll have like a. Burrito once in a while, but Lou loves his beans. Yeah, I sure do. You can't knock a good Mm. bean and cheese burrito. Anyone that uh, works with Bush's beans, contact us. Sponsors. (laughs) No, those beans suck ass. Oh, by the way, everybody everybody listening, everybody listening, and all you guys, go to Chipotle and try the new, uh, the new pollo. No, I'm sorry, the new chicken al pastor. I've gotten it a couple times the last week or two, and I've seen the commercial for that. It's a lot. 
fire. I got it. Oh. I tried it in. I tried it in a burrito, and in a bowl. It was fire in both. So I. This is not a paid advertisement. Yeah, Please don't do that. Chipotle, but I just. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, I. Uh, paid Chipotle a couple times a week. So, yeah, I just thought I'd give my opinion. Yeah. It was so I, good. It made Connor do a little dance. My uh, one of my coworkers got it today, and he was in the bathroom for quite a long time. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 giving him shit because we're like we're, we're on the radio. It's like Caesar, where are you? Come on, Caesar, where? Are, what's taking so long, man? And he came out, and he's just like, like Chipotle. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great thing about working with guys, you know, give each other shit when. The other one's blowing, blowing it up in the in the bathroom. Poor guy and fighting for his life. Sorry, Savannah. I, I know you have impeccable timing every time you join the stream. You really just I... joined while we're talking about dying from Chipotle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Best way to avoid that is um not patronizing that establishment. It's Chipotle for the gains, baby. Gains no. cheat code. Pete code. Lou, would you say that if we ever got Chipotle as a sponsor, we would also need Charmin as a sponsor as well? Wait the fifth. Is that, is this <laughs> South Park thing? I don't know. Uh, wouldn't mind. Uh, you want me to contact some toilet paper? We can get. We can try to get a toilet paper <laughs> ad. Eflo said, "Lou can have his canes. We can keep our Chipotle." Yeah. <laughs> Why do you not like canes? Eflo doesn't like canes for some reason. I'll ignore. Why do you not like a bajillion things? Like yeah, I was gonna say this is the the. How is it? It's the last person that should be. It's like beef. I know. know. (laughs) Who's the last person to be like? How do you not like this? Well, talking about uh, things we hate, uh, <laughs> Fanatics. Fanatics. Oh, Fanatics this, got named the this. next jersey partner of the NHL starting in 24-25. Oh, my God. These jerseys are going to be so terrible. Um, I'm scared. Apparently, don't they make the Nike ones? Well, Nike so they own – they they've taken control of – like the Nike product and Mitchell and Ness apparently, and they're going to make the jerseys in the same factory that Adidas makes them in. It's just going to yeah. be fanatics branded. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of the only saving grace is that like Jake said, we know that they're making it out of the same factory in Quebec that, that Adidas was using to manufacture their jerseys. So hopefully whatever formula, whatever system they use there is the same. Um, and then, hopefully. and then like you guys pointed out um, majestic, uh, majestic. I'm sorry. That's the old brand. Fanatics does manufacture the actual physical jerseys for Major League Baseball, the ones they sell in stores and the ones players wear. Um, it's just Nike branded. Um, it's made in Nike specifications and all that um, with the Nike branding and the way Nike wants it designed. So, I mean, I bought a couple of baseball jerseys in the last few years, obviously. I'm a huge baseball fan, and I have a couple of those Nike jerseys, and I can't report anything negative about them so far. So, I mean, all we can, all we can hope for there is that everything everything follows suit for hockey but i mean i think we all we all know kind of how hockey jerseys have been with fanatics so far so the the um the uh the pushback is definitely warranted i think so i'm kind of a i'll believe it when i see it kind of thing if it's it, if it's actually going to be like 
a decent a decent hockey jersey. Product. I believe this is the Hockey Daily 365 topic. Yeah, I was I was just gonna bring that up. Uh, you know, he he asked us this week. You know, do we hate fanatics as much as it seems everybody has said they hate fanatics? And I think it's just fanatics isn't exactly the most trusted with hockey stuff um i'm loving the memes of like oh this is going to be this team's jersey next year and it's you know a player from another team and the fonts is like comic sans and the <laughs> logo is drawn on all fucked up like yeah. I, i'm living for all those memes right now um i, I don't know it's just they've fanatics just doesn't have the best reputation just because of they don't kind of yeah. the business practices they do and just the quality of some of the other stuff they sell yeah um, yeah like, and i and like i've ordered shit that says it's in stock and it's taken two months and you know stuff like that. i've had that experience before and how that happened with uh with a rams jersey actually like the jersey itself was fine but the shipping mm-hmm. was just ridiculous but yeah. i should also point out that uh they said they're not going to do any rebrands or anything like uh, for the first three years first three or something something like that so yeah it makes just the ducks rebrand they need Um, to do it next year yeah i was gonna say i I think it was if if you go check out greg wyshynski on espn he has a whole article on everything you need to know about the nhl fanatics jersey deal so go read that um i'm looking at it it was a really good article so yeah Yeah. shout out greg shout out greg yeah it was uh that's pretty cool but yeah they said that a team probably won't like do anything crazy until fanatics is like up up and running like for a, for a little bit so i don't know if it, i don't know if it was exactly three years yeah, i don't know if uh, i just made that up but <laughs> um i'm not Sounds sure good. um but yeah the ducks if they were gonna go to the like orange jerseys full time, it would probably have to be next season. And if it's not, then we probably won't see it until like twenty five, twenty six season. I feel like the Ducks are going in that direction, anyways. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. So we hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're advertising a bunch of Mighty Ducks logos at the Honda Center a lot lately. Yeah. And uh, you see the sweet uh, OG jerseys they gave to uh, the Offspring when they were at the game the other night? Yeah, that that kind of... I kind of feel like that maybe was a request by them. It could have been, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I know that they go to games very often. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of feel like that maybe is just a request of like, no, we want the good jerseys. <laughs> but I could also see it from the perspective of like, we have like, all these practice jerseys from the 25th season left over with guys that were traded. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could just take the name bar off the back and put your name on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, a part of me kind of was like, oh shit, maybe, you know, are they teasing something coming up? But then part of me was also like, I've seen the same Marcus Pedersen Jersey in the team store for like the last like three seasons. So oh, Jesus. There's there's definitely mm. some some backstock there and yeah yeah and I, then, I wouldn't I wouldn't look into it until we have something a little more concrete from a yeah. more trusted source and then last night the guys who were there from uh, I forget their name but they they made super troopers super troopers and, yeah um they were at the game last night and they got the orange mighty duck jersey so they got the yeah. yeah yeah that was very nice but um interesting times but yeah with the with the fanatics thing i mean i know everyone went crazy and 
myself included, I was pretty upset because um, I've been like, I haven't been feeling great this week. I just found out that, you know, your boy just got Miss Rona finally. Damn. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it took me this long. I, I survived. I yeah. made it. And then it's just like, nah. And I just got like slapped backhand really hard. You got but, got. Um, I got got. Um, but I was up so early one morning because I could not get comfortable. And that was like the first thing I saw on Twitter was the fanatics thing. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like it was the dumbest thing. But um, it's like, hey, bucko. And yeah, I mean, you got to expect like when they make the new jerseys for the on ice stuff that it's going to be good quality. You would at least hope. Uh, I'm not expecting them to look exactly like the fan uh, what are they? The breakaway, the fanatics breakaway jerseys that you can Those get now. Terrible. They're terrible. I don't, I don't like them. Um, I'm not expecting them to look like that. You would hope they'd be better, but still, how much better will they be? Like <laughs> there was, there was that one video of that guy in Walmart where uh, they're like, this is, this is what's gonna happen during a scrum in the new fanatics jerseys, and the guy grabs this other dude's shirt and just rips it right off of his body. Without like any, it just didn't take much at all. And I just feel like, you know, because my first thought was McDavid just on a breakaway, full speed, and the Oilers logo just falls off. Well, I mean, we saw what happened to, who was it from Vegas that got their jersey ripped over the weekend? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that's I, happening I with Adidas jerseys. Like, yeah. holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's going to wind up for a slap shot. Ovi's going to wind up. For a slap shot in his office and his entire sleeve's gonna rip off. <laughs> but yeah, so fanatics, like you guys were talking about with MLB, they've been making the Nike branded uniforms for all MLB teams since 2017. Um, and they also make the NFL jerseys. Um, they just slap a Nike logo on it. So I mean, we've kind of already hit, I mean, Fanatics has taken over everything, but I I was thinking of the Great Britain World Baseball Classic jerseys, and the T fell off. Wasn't it the T on Great Britain? Some yeah, one of the letters like fell off. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, it was on the pitcher. Like he just, it just fell. It just fell off. I mean, you I mean, you just you would you don't want to see that happen. Like on the ice. Like I don't want to be watching Zegris pull off a weird like crazy move and the mighty duck logo slips right off and it's just laying in the crease or something, you know, (laughs) just be so stupid. Like you just, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that they surprise us and their quality is a lot better. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, we don't really have a choice. So thanks Gary. Yeah. Thanks Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Some, some positive news, I guess you could say, uh, Alexander Barkov became the all-time point leader for the Panthers over the weekend. Sick. Congrats to Barkov, who I think is safe to say he's like one of the most underrated players in the league because it's you I hear about so. him when he scores mm-hmm. nice goals or like when the Panthers are doing well. But if he played somewhere else, he'd be talked about every single day. People would be fly, sick of him. He flies he's, under the radar. He's so good. He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you forget the Panthers exist and then you look at like his stat line and you're just like, oh, holy shit. Like how many points does he have now? Six hundred and it's six hundred something. It was uh Booty Pass. Shit, I died. Six hundred and fourteen points, two hundred and thirty-eight goals, three hundred and seventy-five assists. I don't remember who he passed. 
I'm not probably some ESHL with. player that Lou made made up for <laughs> guess the team. I'm not too uh, familiar with the Florida Panthers history and record holders. <laughs> um, the Avs uh, also extended Jared Bednard through uh, 2026, 2027. Um, mm-hmm. Good for him. They extended him yesterday. Uh, Definitely a, a big piece in the turnaround with the Avs. I know I talk a lot about the trip I made to Colorado uh, the year that they got Kale McCarr because of how bad they were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had just come in, and I remember a lot of the people I talked to because you know telling them that I was a Ducks fan from California, and us going on the the run we did that year, like they they were all kind of like, oh, I don't know if this guy's the man. And you know, we look at where the abs are now and yeah, he certainly was that guy. Yeah. So. I remember, I remember him, how big of a deal it was that he made his debut towards the end of the season. Kind of like what Nestorenko is doing right now. Like how he came in at this time. That's what McCarr did with the abs. It was like towards the end That's of the year. He did it in the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. And, and he scored in his first game. Yeah. Then, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. Yeah. He passed Jonathan Huberdeau for Huberdeau. Okay. Jonathan and, and fun fact. Can you guys guess who is 12th all-time for the Panthers in all-time points? 12th? Current or retired? All-time. Like, what is the player right now? Yeah. Oh, he's retired. He's been retired for a while. He's retired. 12th. A name you all should be familiar with. Or points? Points. Don't look it up. Yager. Nope. We're talking for like former duck relevant, like we should know, or Brandon Montour? Yep. He's a former duck. No, it's not Brandon Montour. Oh, I thought he's a oh, come on. I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> All right, Jake. Get the last guess. Rob Niedermeyer. Yep. Oh, I didn't I even think of that. I totally forgot he was a parent. Okay, well, Lou cheated and looked it up, but yes. Yeah, God damn it. It's Rob Niedermeyer. <laughs> Can't have okay. any fun, Lou. I didn't. I didn't want to spend all night. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the closest thing I was gonna say was fucking Ryan Whitney, but I don't, he wasn't there that long. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that. The, they didn't do a whole hell of a lot up until a couple of years ago. So maybe <laughs> bring back uh, the old cat, please. Yeah, let's let's get rid of this, or at least make it the third jersey. You know. Because the, they do have like the the updated leaping cat, which is okay. I mean, the original's better, but I mean, I don't mind the color schemes. I like the color schemes. It just doesn't the jersey design's a little funky. And this year they got the All Star Game patch on their uniform and like the captains and assistant patches. Oh yeah, like, weird looking. Yeah, they're like on the freaking shoulder almost. <laughs> yeah. Um. We had uh, the Wisconsin Badgers women's team won the national championship this weekend. Yeah, that was. Did any of you guys catch that or no? It sounded like it. It sounded like it was a good game. It was a yeah. It was a very good game. Uh, shout, they out, beat, shout out Wisconsin though. Yeah, the Badgers. They beat uh, Ohio State. Um, Hillary Knight was um, in between the in between the benches for that game. That was that was pretty cool though. Um, you could tell she wanted Wisconsin to win. She did go there. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. I, I enjoyed it. The, the The women's tournament was a lot of fun. I was 
Um, kind of hoping for Minnesota to win it all. But, but yeah, congrats to uh, Wisconsin Badgers women's team. And Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. And uh, with that, the men's tournament, like we talked about or I talked about earlier, starts tomorrow. Let's see Go Mavs. This. Yeah, Connor's going for Minnesota, Minnesota, Minnesota State. State, baby. I hope I hope they all have fun. You hope they all have fun. <laughs> um, okay, so tomorrow, 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 there are four games, and it's uh, Western Michigan against Boston, the Terriers. Go Terriers! Um, Cornell is taking on Denver, Minnesota State, and uh, Saint Cloud State. Um, and this one, I'm hoping for an upset. It's not going to happen. But Minnesota is playing um, a college from Buffalo that made it to the tournament for like the first time in I don't know how long. But it's they're called Canisius. Um, so what, Canisius, is their, what is their school mascot? Uh, they're the Griffins. Hell yeah! Um, they're tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN two. So check them out. Maybe we can get a cool upset. I don't know. Um. But those are the games uh, tomorrow. And then uh, Friday, you got Ohio State and Harvard. Um, Quinnipiac. Oh, I forgot who this team is. It's the MC logo. Crap. Uh, um, uh, oh, shit. Uh, <clears throat> that team. That team. Um, <laughs> but Penn State is in there. Michigan. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know if you guys have a pick for who's who you think is going to win. If you guys want to, who I want to win, Minnesota State. Who I think is going to win, I'll go. I'll go Michigan. For, for gonna, a future future duck out of Pantelli. Good say. <laughs> You're going to say Michigan. Okay. I will uh, stick with my choice of. I hope to, they all have fun because I, admittedly, don't follow a lot of college sports in general. So yeah. Lou, you want to throw out a name? I'm with Jake. <laughs> Come on, I'm having a dog in the fight. Just all vibes. Everyone have a good time. Yep. Just okay. no one get hurt. Everyone have a good time. Have fun. Yep. <laughs> good luck. Have fun. I'll go. Uh, I'll go Denver. I'm hoping maybe we can get Denver, uh, Michigan final. So then it's my pick versus Connor's pick, and then we can put some, <laughs> put some, <laughs> put something on it. I don't know. But yeah, watch the men's tournament. Starting to do something, Chris, huh? Do a little something. But yeah, watch it. ESPN Plus. Oh, we do also have a, another pretty pretty important game happening this week as well as the uh, PHF's Isabel Cup final between the Toronto Six and the Minnesota Whitecaps is happening in Chris's neck of the woods at the Mullet. At the Mullet. Get the Mullet experience. I'm hoping I can still go. Um, <laughs> I waited to get tickets and I guess it's a good thing I did because now with my whole COVID situation here, I don't know what I'm going to do, but um, 20 bucks. If you're in the area, the tickets are 20 bucks, general admission. You literally get, you know, you pay 20 bucks to get your ticket. You're in the building and you sit anywhere. So there's no assigned seating. Just oh. free for all. Just, just fight, just fight everybody. Um, So 20 bucks will get you in. Uh, I hope I can go. If you do see me, I'll probably be in it. I'll have to, I'll probably have to wear a mask or something because I don't, you know, I don't want to be a problem. But um, <laughs> no nuisance. Maybe you'll see me. Maybe you won't. I don't know. 
But yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I'm hoping Toronto. I'll go for Toronto to win that. Toronto six. Because Minnesota's already won one, I believe. And Toronto has not. Didn't, didn't the two of them play? Like Toronto's first year? Oh, I think they did. Last year. They might have. A repeat. See who wins this time around. <clears throat> go Toronto six. <laughs> well, it is that time of the week to uh, recap our uh, lap game of the week. Lou, did pretty you watch? Sh- pretty what sure you were asleep for most of it. Because <laughs> Jenny messaged the chat and was like, if anyone wants to do this thing for Chris, he's sleeping right now. <laughs> oh, no, that was the Ducks game. Oh, is it the Ducks game? Yeah, the Ducks game that you were at. Okay. Yeah, because I was dead. I was I was a little dead. I did. I, Lou, did you watch the LAP game of the week? Did we get you this time? No, of course not. <laughs> no interest? I don't even know who won. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who won, because I know the people really want to know. Oilers beat the Kraken 6-4. Um, Ten goals, man. You missed You missed a good one, Lou. It was It was a lot of fun. Uh. Just goals back and forth for a while there. Connor McDavid scored his 58th goal of the season. And you Christ. That was on Saturday. They are playing right now against the Coyotes. They're losing 2-1, but McDavid has their only goal, so now he has 59 on the season. Um, Philip Grubauer Grubauer left the game for a uh, non-COVID illness. I've not seen anything on him lately, so I don't know what – I haven't. I haven't seen anything. Um, he got fell. he got gibbied and got the squirts mid game. Got the squirts, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, he's all right. Um, Evander Kane had a hat trick. That was something. Um, that was different. Um, three stars of the game. Jaden Schwartz was the third star. He had one goal. Connor McDavid was the second star with a goal and two assists, and Evander King in the first star, obviously, with his hat trick. But yeah, 6-4 Oilers dub. I was going for the Kraken, obviously. Didn't work out. Oh, I mean, at at this point, it's funnier to watch the Oilers lose in the playoffs, so... Yeah, yeah. that's true. Now, we we compare... uh, Connor McDavid to Mike Trout all the time. So the Oilers are the angels of the uh yeah. the NHL because an Oilers no matter reporter how... got attacked today. Oh, rightfully so because yeah, on Twitter because he was making fun of like stupid fucking tweet, but Trout and Otani having to play for the Angels now. And so just uh, the first comment I saw is like, dude, you cover the Oilers. I, hey. I do like the people that were coming after him, and he was like, Okay, prove me wrong. Like, you know, you guys have you guys have been wasting Connor McDavid on the bigger the biggest stage, you know, of the playoffs. Yeah. So it, a well deserved rip bo- rip bozo because big old rip bozo. You know, the, the the amazing feel of watching Trout Notani come down to that last at bat in that game. That was unreal. Yeah. Really, really was soured. By the people like, oh, 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 they had to go back and play for the Angels, and it's like I understand. We we talk shit about the Angels all the time, being Angel fans. So like, yeah, can't exactly sit here and be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna stand up for my team because God knows, you know, when June rolls around and they're 30 games out of a playoff spot, I'm just like, oh, well, that was a <laughs> nice season. Um, hope everyone had fun. 
you know, but it, it's just, it's low hanging fruit and it is you know, it takes a real genius to be able to make the joke that a hundred other people made, you know? Yeah. But well, favorite time of the, <laughs> of the show, you want to pick your LAP game of the week. I already have mine. I'm going to, I'm going to choose the, um, Sabres Islanders on Saturday. It's a 2 p.m. game and it's a ESPN Hulu exclusive. That should be fun because the Sabres are chasing the Islanders. The Sabres are playing like crap, dude. Yeah, they haven't I'm looked so, so hot. So annoyed. Like they have been horrible their last like five, six games. They got <laughs> they got destroyed by the Predators, which made it even worse. Like just the goals that they were giving up. Like I felt like every two minutes was just ridiculous, but Hopefully they can. They got the. They got the. They got the Devils on Friday, and then the Islanders on Saturday. So we'll see how this goes. Saturday has some pretty good games. Um, there's easily at least like five choices that I kind of want to go with. Oh, nice. Um, just trying to think of what would be easiest to view. Uh, so with that being said, I'm gonna go with uh, Kings Jets at uh, 1 p.m. Okay. But uh, close. Uh, my second choice would have been uh, Devil Senators because that seems Ooh. like that's gonna be a fun game. Ooh, Leafs Hurricanes too. Then I'm picking. Up. I'm I'm picking Boston Boston Tampa Bay on Saturday morning. A little breakfast hockey. Ooh, that's an NHL Network game though. Oh, is it? Oh, oh is it? Uh, god damn it. Oh, god damn it. The Ducks game's on NHL Network on Saturday. What the hell? Yeah, give me uh give me Toronto, Carolina. Okay. Mean pick Columbus at Montreal. Saturday, four PM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The the Bedard battle. It's not that we're bashing NHL Network, Felix. It's just uh, Chris, I can't watch. Does, Chris does most of the lap game of the week viewing for us, and he does yeah. not get NHL Network. I, have, I, I, I tweet along and try to have fun. And but, I, I don't have NHL Network. So, I mean, maybe if they figured things out. I mean, it is 2023. Um, <laughs> big TV is preventing yeah. Chris from big, viewing his <laughs> hockey games on NHL Network. Big network is... <laughs> taking me down (laughs) (laughs) one Saturday at a time. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Figure it out. Why can't we have these games on ESPN plus or something? I don't Jesus. It's stupid. But anyway, (laughs) anywho, somebody just fart. No, that was uh, Heather opening our cabinet. It's very, very squeaky. All right. I'll get that. I'll get the, I'll get the poll tweeted out. Go vote in that. All right, Felix. I want Felix to be the first vote since well, he wants to be smart. We answered our Hockey 365 topic already uh, since we were ranting about fanatics. Um, so we can just get into our listener questions. So our, uh, our first one comes from Tyler from the Chirp and Yotes pod. And he said, what if the league didn't award any points if it was still a draw after OT? No more shootouts, just ends and no team gets a point. <laughs> I feel like at that point, just bring back ties. No OT. Because it's going to the whole point of OT is to decide a winner. And yeah, there's a that one team gets more points than the other. So 
that would that would make overtime very interesting though if people were like hey if we're still tied we get zero points now like we should try to win <laughs> um <laughs> that would be something what are you laughing at lou felix felix sorry i don't know who that is um uh what if what if the nhl adopted something similar to to soccer where 60 minutes is up and the officials at the end of 60 minutes, instead of going into like an intermission to lead into overtime, what if they just did like stoppage time and they did like an extra, like it could, it could be three minutes. It could be two. It could be five, seven, whatever the officials come like to an agreement on. I wonder if that would ever be a thing and if people would be mad. Trust NHL refs to do something that yeah. that fun, yeah. and that complicated. They fuck up the normal game. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, our next question comes from our pal Garrett, the Garrettive. Subscribe to the Garrettive, everybody. Make so sure. He says Zegers to left wing, McTavish at center on the same line. Thoughts and opinions. Short, sweet, simple, tantalizing. I think we've talked about this a little bit. I think if if we're only talking McTavish and Zegers, like those are our our one and two options at center. I think I don't really think you want to take them off of their own line. I think ideally, if it's just them two um, in your in your top six, you want them each having their own lines. But you know, kind of kind of like we've talked about, you know, if we're if we're adding a Connor Bedard, if we're adding an Adam Fantilli, if we're adding we're adding somebody like Leo Carlson who are all, who are all centers. I know, I know it's a little bit different with Carlson because Carlson can play the wing. So maybe it's a conversation where he moves to the wing instead of Zegers. But um, then, then I think if you're adding, you know, a Bedard or a Fantilli, I think that, um, that, uh, that conversation changes because that, that could very well be an option. You know, you want, you want to load up the top six. One of those guys has to go on the wing. I think, I think between Bedard, Fantilli, McTavish and Zegers, I think, um, or no, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Bedard and Fantilli. It, it would only be. A, it would only be. We're getting both kids. You heard yeah, here say, first say, on LAP. You know, <laughs> yeah, let's say it's a Bedard. Uh, you know, a Bedard Zegers McTavish situation, and th- the future coach and whoever the coaches next year wants to load up the top six and not have each of them just centering their own line, which is an option as well. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that they have to. Um, that they have to be on there. Um, or that they have to load up the top six and and have somebody on the wing, but if that's what he wants to go with, I think I think moving Zegers to the wing, it's not it's not the biggest of deals. So I think in a situation like that, yeah, you know, I think Zegers on McTavish's wing would be fun. Um, and Felix says, are we sure Leo Carlson is a center? I mean, he's a center and a wing. I mean, w- where he is in the NHL, I mean, I think he could very easily play either. So um, he's a big boy. He's a big that's- boy, six three, six four, and. Um, that's that's who I want them to get if we don't get Bedard, Fantilli, Zegers, whomever. Zegers is best suited for center. Change my mind, says Felix. Yes, Felix, but you have also said that him moving to the wing is really, in the grand scheme of things, is really not that big of a deal, especially for adding somebody like Bedard or Fantilli. So. Thank you, Felix. And he said, checkmate, sir. Oh, and uh, I McDavid. Came, I, came, I came with receipts, boy. <laughs> Uh, McDavid's goal in the Oilers Coyotes game, just to go back to that real fast. Uh, Connor Ingram had his paddle down with McDavid going around the net. So uh, with his, you know, leaning forward, uh, McDavid just threw it off his back and it went in. 
Oh, so, okay. Nice. He was behind the net and threw it at his back and beautiful. You know. Just doing goal goal. things. It's a goal. Um, um to an- go vote in our poll, please. Thanks. To answer Garrett's question, uh, if we're just going full chaos and just stack a line, I'm all for it, but I mean clearly Dallas doesn't want fun. So <laughs> does it happen? Probably not, but no, I mean, in, a, in an ideal situation, you're adding a Bedard, a Fantilli, or a Carlson, or whatever. I think in an ideal situation, you want all three of them to just have their own line, and you just have three elite talent around them. Down the middle, and then, yeah, I mean, I mean, because wingers are the most abundant position in hockey. You can just kind of pick and choose, and we already got somebody like Terry. So, um, you know, somebody like Pastajov coming up as well. And then, you, you know, you just kind of you kind of mix and match and plug the other couple guys around, but... It um, told Ryan Strom, no. hey, uh, we have better centers than you, yeah, I guess, so you're a winger now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Who do you think you are? You're not beating out Derek Grant to play center. <laughs> Step in line, boy. <laughs> I might I might have my own little like celebration when, when Grant is off the team. He's the next captain to get with the program. And Chris. I apologize for if we ever have anyone that's listening that is a family member of any players or knows them. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure he's a great dude. I'm sure he's a great person. And I know I'm no better than him on the ice. I can't skate. Wow. But man, we're just, we're just saying, we're just, we're just talking. I'm sure he's a good dude. So this question actually kind of brings us into Olivia's question. Um, Olivia asks us uh, with the roster we have at the moment, who would be in our starting lineup? Because we know that uh, Dallas loves him, some Nathan Beaulieu and some sure uh, some Sam Carrick, Derek Grant, one two at the bottom. So, really, the only the only thing I would add consistently is just have Colton White play over Beaulieu. Yeah, um, because I feel like between, I mean, I don't remember who tweeted it the other day, but I feel like doing right by playing Leeson over Carrick makes the most sense, mm-hmm. even though Carrick's serviceable sometimes. Um, but, I mean, there's not really anybody that's, like, been scratched that's been, like, wrongfully scratched, I think. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Comtois kind of gets unnecessarily scratched yeah, for outside random of reasons. Yeah, outside of him, there's not too much, at least this season that I can recall that was, like, that made me upset or something. But I mean, with the healthy roster, you know, obviously you have to plug Jamie back in. So that takes away a spot probably for Colton. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going off of everybody that's currently played more than six games this year, um, I think you just scratch Nathan Bully, really. It's, I mean, I would. <laughs> I but mean, I mean, like, like last night's lineup was Zegris with Strom and Vitrano, McTavish, Terry Jones, Lundestrom, Nestorenko, Silverberg, Grant, Comtois, McGinn. Followers with Harrington, Bullyu, and White, Benoit, Shattenkirk. Our goalies yeah. are set with Gibson and Dostal, unless something changes drastically over the summer, which we've hinted at before. Possibly, you know, the possibilities of that. I Sorry, feel like we got going... we got through our thirty six episodes, and so now this this episode we need to talk about possible Gibson so summer things. 
the part that Savannah tuned back in for is, yeah, of course. The reason why she leaves. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you account roster, for healthy, you have to add Henrique back into the Henrique, mix. Yeah, and I like Henrique playing with either McTavish as his center or Zegers. I do like that. <laughs> Rather than like Henrique taking a, a center spot from somebody else. Um. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably take out like like if we if we were healthy right now and we had Henrique in like last night, you'd probably have to scratch like McGinn or Grant. You don't I scratch McGinn. Yeah, I I would say I would rather scratch anybody on the fourth line outside of Comtois than scratch, scratch Brock again because at yeah. least he looks like he's he, he's looked a little rough and not not like it's his fault I mean, you're coming to a team this late in the season that's arguably worse than the team you were on <laughs> like yeah you know I, I I don't think that that's his fault but scratching him and still giving minutes to those guys on the bottom you know, in the bottom six, even Silverberg to an extent, like, yeah, it's not, it's not Brock McGinn's fault. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if we see, do you think Chase DeLeo has any shot? No, I think he's, on this team? I think, think he's a career, he's a eight. career goal. Yeah. And it's, it's nothing against him. I just feel like he, he also kind of, only played a couple games when a bunch of ducks were hurt. So it's mm-hmm. hard to it's hard to say he, you know, really got a, a great <laughs> shot at things, but yeah. I don't know. Kind of feel like he's good at the AHL level, but he's never gonna be that NHL guy. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Seems like a good dude. He has a farm. What, what? That's cool. <laughs> What's 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 tickling Lou over there? The card said uh, the Ducks didn't post anything for either Comtois or Lundstrom's two hundred games. Do we put stock into that? <laughs> He's also happy that Columbus, uh, Montreal is leading the poll and is encouraging people to vote. So listen to Felix. Rock Look at vote. him. Look at him. <laughs> Getting people to vote in our poll. We should we should send everyone that votes like starting next season. We'll do the LAP game of the week. And if you vote, we'll send you like a an LAP I voted sticker. <laughs> Have same of the seal on it. Mm-hmm. Be real cute like. So Appa asked us in the chat. He said, Ooh, he said this offseason, if there were any more expansion teams come in, what four players do you protect? Or what players do you protect in general? Because I know they have the the two formats, right? Where it's like yeah. six and four, and then no, it's like eight forwards and a goalie. Or what was the other one? Seven skaters and three. No, eight skaters and a goalie, or seven forwards and. I don't know. I'm lost. Seven I offense, cannot three remember. D- defenseman. Yeah. Sorry. Seven offense. It's eight. It's eight. Or four, four. Or four, four. Okay. Yeah. 
There we go. We fi- we figured it out. Thanks, a card. <laughs> Honestly, right now. What's uh... the question? <laughs> so if if there were to be another expansion in the summer, what seven forwards or three D or what four forwards and four defensemen do you take, or do you protect? We don't have any more uh, like. No protect- movement clauses and stuff like that, do we? I think you protect 3D and take seven forwards. Yeah, I would I would say so. Because I mean, what do you really protecting? Drysdale? You let them take Fowler if you want to, I think. Um, yeah, you, you do. He technically has the clause, but I mean. It's just with the contract out. Oh, yeah, he does have an. But is the clause? Protect- okay, so Fowler, Drysdale. Like really? And you even protect three defensemen? Do we have three? Like I don't know. (laughs) Do we have three? We want. I think you have to protect the guys that at least have a contract, because everyone else feels like they're done after this year. Yeah. So I mean, that makes that part easy. And then like Zeus, McTavish, Terry, Lundus, like you know, Henry, I guess. Like yeah. Yeah, Zegers, McTavish, Terry. That feels like it'd be pretty easy. I mean, there, there's not exactly a. It a should shape. be a lot. Yeah, there's it not a shaky door on the roster. I mean, everyone was kind of pissed about Hayden Flurry getting claimed by Seattle, but yeah, has he even I mean, played with them? I don't even. I don't think he's played. He might be in. He might be with the Firebirds. I'm not he sure. he played last season and then just kind of disappeared. Did he? Yeah. I don't even know if he's in the Kraken system still. They very well could be on a different team, and we just wouldn't know. Is he know. in Coachella? Is he in Coachella? I don't know, bro. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I mean, it's. I don't think we'll have to. It, it won't. It won't be anytime soon that we'd have to worry about the Ducks even doing this anyway. Because I know a lot of people were going crazy with the whole, um, you know, Butchergrass and and Kevin Weeks kind of hinting at Atlanta and. Houston getting a, a team. Yeah. An expansion team. But Houston, I think, is I think they have an arena ready for a team. Yeah, they're probably the Toyota sure. Center. Yeah, I the think Rockets they can play, play hockey there, right? Um yeah, where I the think, Rockets play. Yeah. Um, but Atlanta, like they have to build the arena. So it's not like this is I mean, people were people were going to How many crazy, times like, do they have to go to Atlanta to realize that that's not gonna work? We're bringing the Thrashers back, Lou. Just let no it happen. Atlanta. I say no more Atlanta. <laughs> but I mean, if okay, so if it was in Atlanta, they'd have to build a whole arena. So people were going crazy like this they is going to happen probably in the play next where two the to Hawks three play. years. Uh, they, uh, for some reason, Butchergras said Alpharetta, and I looked it up. I had, I've never heard of that place, and it's like a good 45 minutes outside of downtown Atlanta. Um. But I mean, like I said, they'd have to build the arena, and that's not going to be done for like like for at least three to four years. And it's not like they're starting it tomorrow. Like, we're not going to see any expansion probably until like the twenty thirties, at the earliest. Yeah. We might not see any more in our in our lifetime. Who knows? I hope not. So, are you guys ready for this week of the week? Because Ryan week of the week Ryan has outdone himself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot. Close it out. Close it out with the squeak. All right. So, so Mr. Mr. Ryan has uh, led this tweet off to the. uh, He essentially ad libbed the um, 
the bridge mm. to one. Okay. Um, he starts it off saying, Cheesecake imprisoning me. All that I see, absolute horror. <laughs> it is a cake, it is not pie. Trapped in dessert, body my holding cell. They said one dot 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 topping that is most overrated on burgers. Such a stupid topping. Which is it for the chat? Uh, just plain raw tomato slice. I just I don't need it. Yeah, tomato. It do anything. Tomato. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, I I can agree a little. Uh, I guess it depends on the place. I always get no tomato. I don't I... like avocado on mine. I like avocado. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on the burger, though. Like, I feel like yeah. I'll get avocado on a burger, but it depends on like what else. Like, what kind of sauce is on the burger? What kind of you know? Yeah, yeah. Else is on like that's going to depend. I mean, that's going to depend whether or not I get any sort of topping. You know, like sometimes it. I have it, like a weird varies, but I just like standard like the the standard five, six, seven burger toppings that you can think of. I'm mm-hmm. tomato. No tomato. Um, are condiments considered a topping? Mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, I see. guess you can include it. Why not? Yeah, so if we're going condiments, mayonnaise, mayonnaise is just disgusting. I can't, I, I just can't really think of any places that like put mayonnaise on the burger. Like, yeah, they, they, Jack in the Box does. Did. Oh, yeah, I guess Jack yeah. does. Yeah, Wendy's, places, yeah. Wendy's does. Man, not, big... not the Rolls Royce of condiments. Shut up. I'm not a big pickle guy. Yeah. But it also depends. So I, feel, going... I feel like it's dependent on the freshness. Yeah. Because I'm weird with I was... like tomatoes too. It's I was very picky about it. Like I would eat pickles and tomato when I worked at Islands because I knew it was fresh. Ooh, like I... I saw it prepared or like cleaned off and it was oh, yeah. like not soggy. Mm-hmm. That's that's my that's like my biggest gripe with so, tomatoes. Like I'll take pickles off, like if it's at a fast food place. Like if condiments, I, I would say mayonnaise, uh topping wise. Um pickles, pickles are not good. Um I would say bacon and eggs, like a fried egg. No. Nope. Why do people why do people put <laughs> eggs on their burger? Dude, it's so good. Friday on a burger is really good. Ooh, buddy. Rancid. We're we're talking about Mr. Mr. Egg Hater here. So this, this <laughs> shouldn't Mr. surprise Hater us. Hater of everything that isn't the seven foods that he eats. Yeah. <laughs> Tomato, tomatoes are good. I don't uh I'm weird with tomatoes. Like for some reason, Jimmy John's tomatoes are great. I don't know why, but I love them. I will say some tomatoes are kind of funky tasting. Jimmy John's, like, I don't know just, what they do to It just depends on the burger. Like, am I at In-N-Out? Am I at Carl's Jr.? Or am I at, like, a nice, like, restaurant that's got, like, good gourmet burgers and I can get kind of funky with the topics? Like, <laughs> or am it, I at a nice restaurant? Kind of, like, like, it just kind of, like, it all just kind of <laughs> depends, you know? I don't, I don't like yeah. shredded lettuce on burgers. I, will, I like lettuce on a burger, but, again, it depends on where I'm at, you know? Like, it depends on I like lettuce, place. but I don't like the shredded shit. There are certain places where I will get cheese on a burger, and there are certain places where I won't get cheese on a burger. So mm-hmm. it just it just kind of, yeah. You know, well, great. Fits. Now I want a burger, and I kind of want islands. I haven't had it in a while. Swiss cheese is the best cheese on a burger, or a burger. This cheddar. I like cheddar. I don't like pepper jack cheese. It has to be like provolone. part of the like, like the gimmick. 
of the burger, like you pepper, know, island islands. Jack's overrated. Islands has the Kilauea. That's like the pepper and stuff. Oh, and, like the pepper okay. jack makes the burger, but like if you were just to put pepper jack on like a normal like hamburger, I'd kind of it's, it's kind of ask I, you to change it. It's I weird. I can't stand Swiss, but I can eat it on a burger. Like if it's melted. Pepper Jack might be my favorite cheese, like of all time. It's, it's not that I dislike Pepper Jack, Felix. It's just not not every burger needs Pepper Jack cheese. That's 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 my only. That's, that's kind of the th- beauty of burgers. Though. Like, there's no like cut, tr- like true and tried, like single way to get a burger. Like a whole yeah. lot of different combinations of stuff work. You know. Have you ever had hummus on a burger? Don't I don't think I have. What? No, I don't think so. Try it. It's good, kind man. Of funky and like, don't put anything yeah. else on it though. Like, don't put ketchup or anything on it. Just like have like a burger with cheese and lettuce and whatever else you want. Like, if it's tomato or pickle, and I feel like just that would like be good. put hummus on the top bun and just or on the bottom wherever you put your. It's good. I like it. Oh, like, I feel it, like that'd be good. Like you get, like, get a little funky with it. Like I feel like it would also depend on like what else you're kind of putting with it. I feel like yeah. yeah. I feel like that could be. Yeah, I feel like that could be good. Oh. Try it someday. Yeah. <laughs> try it, Lou. It's good. Oh, Mister, so, I'll try everything once. Like I ain't trying that shit. I'll tell you yeah, that. It's good. Just get like you know original like hummus. Don't get any like flavored hummus. Stuff. Hummus is gross. What? Goodness that's, gracious! That's just an awful take. Goodness gracious! I used to not like hummus, and now I'm obsessed with it. I've been... hummus is hummus with some oh, like roast. Roasted garlic hummus from Trader Ooh. Joe's. Oh yes. my god, Sir. Heather hates it, but that just means more hummus for me. It's yeah, like fucking grass. Oh my this god, we delicious. should have a hummus party together. <laughs> Let's just all eat hummus together one day. Uh, instead of burrito rankings, it's just hummus rankings now. <laughs> yeah, it's like grass fertilizer. <laughs> and how would you know oh. what that tastes like, Lou? <laughs> well, if you were to compare the two, you want to. Um, Lou, did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Sudden Death? What? Did you ever watch that movie Sudden Death when we talked no. about it? All right. Well, Are I got a new. No, uh, I kind of made it your homework, but it's okay. I didn't grade you, but you can have new homework now. And I want you to watch Rollerball. Roller. LL Cool J is in it. Rollerball. Rollerball. From 2002 or 1975? 2002. Um, I think it was the 75 one, Lou. LL Cool J was definitely definitely <laughs> well, in that movie. It's, it's a crazy movie. sport. It's a it's like a crazy sport that's based in Russia and stuff. And it's like, um, roller derby. Why, so why do you want me to watch this movie? I don't know. I thought about it earlier, and I asked if if you guys have seen Rollerball, and you all said no. So I just stopped my conversation. But now I kind of want you. To, I want Lou to watch it, and I want him to get back to me. Huh? I might watch it next week. Cool. If you're not gonna do LAP game of the week, at least watch Rollerball for me. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. Also, I don't like how Felix hijacked the LAP game of the week already. Like, the Montreal game's winning by a large margin. <laughs> hey, uh, it got the people to vote. Yeah. My poor savers. Anyway. Hummus on a burger. Give no. a shot, people. Hummus, no. hummus on a burger and go watch Rollerball. Yep. Homework for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite, can we get a video clip of Lou leaving the game early? <laughs> wow. Lou, next time you leave early, just have like whoever you're with just like film you just walking out. 
Yeah, I left at the second intermission. Like no fine. words. Like just make it as awkward as possible. Like no words. Just someone following you with a camera. Yeah. Hey, sir, sir, why are you leaving the hockey game? Sir, please. To be fair, like hell of people left the game at the second intermission last night. Did they? I, I don't yeah. blame them. Unless <laughs> yeah, it was man, storming. It's, a, it's yeah, it's a hard watch. Can't expect people to want to sit through that unless you're like a couple beers in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless we have any more questions in the chat, I believe this is where we end for the week. A little little short episode to get back into things this week. Probably going to be like this uh, up until the season ends. Uh, we do have some discussing to do about what we want to do this off season, but we'll definitely still be covering the playoffs. Um, yep. Maybe on a more sporadic basis instead of weekly, since there's not going to be much ducks to talk about. But you know, we'll do we'll do draft stuff. We'll do we'll do playoff. You know, r- recap, overview, check in stuff like that. But we might be going think in the playoffs and you know kind of for the rest of the offseason we might be going to like every other week episode release i think just so we're not boring you guys to death yeah in those, who knows? Dog, day, in those dog days of summer with nothing to talk about you know yeah who knows maybe we get some guests i know we've we've kind of had some stuff in the works uh with a few guests um maybe we bring tyler back on and talk about uh getting the video a, today? almost taking a clapper to the head Strom trying to murder him. That was crazy. Hey, I what? I you didn't watch the pros pros versus schmoes video no. ducks put out today. Not yet. Zegris and McTavish just selling super hard, scoring on Tyler. Yeah, and Strom uh took a slap shot right off of uh <laughs> right off of uh Tyler's mask. Yeah. Right off the side of the mask. Shout out Tyler though. Yeah, shout out, Tyler. shout out our pal Tyler. Glad you survived getting dinged, <laughs> dinged by Ryan Strom. Jesus, mushrooms are good on burgers, by the way. Oh, yep. Mm. Mushrooms just about? aren't good in general. So we'll end there. Okay, yeah, let's end there. <laughs> but yeah, well, like like always, you know, if you like what we do, um, if you like our stuff, please uh, leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. Follow us here on Twitch. Um, we're trying to get to 100 followers here on Twitch. Help us get there. Um, How many do we have? We're back to 88. Back to 88. 12 away. Um, Who so, yeah. us? I don't know. No, we we got it back. I don't know um, who. We're not gonna. We're not gonna yeah. name names. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, later rivals pod everywhere. You can find us everywhere. Um, follow us, and uh, if you want to subscribe to us on Twitch, we greatly appreciate it. Five star rating would be awesome on Spotify and Apple. Leaving us a review on Apple would help a lot. It goes a long way, even if it's just a short little thing. You don't want to get, you know, you don't want to spend too much time on it. It's not a big deal, but we appreciate it regardless. But yeah, that'll be it. Well, we will back be back next week with our Derek Grant episode. <laughs> yeah. And then the Sam Carrick episode after that. So nice. you know, we'll just start naming up. these after players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.